Get ready for a different Wisconsin offense in the cold Big Ten weather. It is Monday, March 6th. This is the College Football Daily. I am Lance Glenn. Wisconsin will look a lot different on offense next season. New head coach Luke Fickle was able to bring former North Carolina offensive coordinator Phil Longo with him to Madison to bring his version of the air raid to the Badgers. Will it work? Well, that remains to be seen, but this Wisconsin offense will not be similar to what we are used to seeing. Our own Chris Hummer, 24-7 sports national college football writer, chatted with Longo a few days ago and late last week put out an article titled, How Will the Air Raid Fly at Wisconsin? New OC Phil Longo details a very different offense. You can find the full article over at 247sports.com. And Chris joins us now to talk about it. Chris, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate you giving me some time today. Absolutely, man. Happy to. Thanks for having me on, Lance. So let's just first go into Phil Longo's Air Raid because... While it's an offshoot of obviously what Mike Leach did at his various stops and what sort of he helped create, what is Phil Longo's air raid? Is it the same thing as Leach? Is it different? How does it change from what we're used to thinking when we hear the words air raid? I think I would start by saying the air raid is a term that Mike Leach used to develop his offense, but the offensive that is the offensive that have sprout sprouted off of the air raid are so diverse now, it's really difficult to put them in one box. Lincoln Riley runs the air raid technically, but Lincoln Riley's version of the air raid looked nothing like what Mike Leach ran at Mississippi State last year before some timely passing. And you could say the same thing about Phil Longo. Um, This is an offense that is balanced. I think three of his four years at North Carolina, they ran the ball more often than they threw the ball. It was a bit of an exception this year with Drake May and the offensive line that they had at North Carolina. But I think that's kind of the key with Phil Longo. Um, The actual system stays the same, but how they operate within it can vary based on the personnel. And I think talking to Phil Longo, the new offensive coordinator at Wisconsin, that's what he continued wanting to stress, that it's not necessarily going to be five wide, 10 personnel all the time. It's going to be a system where they try to take advantage of the personnel on the roster. And that's what he's hoping to run there. So it's it's definitely not one of those systems where they're going to be in shotgun 99% of the time and they're going to throw the ball 70% of the time. There's going to be a lot more balance than I think people expect. Yeah, you made a good point earlier there that the air raid is just a, a phrase. There are multiple offshoots now of the air raid. Like you said, uh, the one that Mike Leach ultimately created during his coaching tenure is not the same as what Lincoln Riley runs at USC. Uh, what Phil Longo is going to run at Wisconsin, what other people run uh, throughout the country. Uh, it's really yeah. the phrase for various offshoots uh, of these specific offenses. Yeah, a lot of coaches joke. I remember talking to Dana Holgerson once and he said Mike Leach kicked him out of the air raid tree because he doesn't really run what people view as an air raid anymore. And I think I think that's important to remember with this. Like the air raid is just like, think of it as the very, like the roots of the tree and you have branches sprouting out from outside of it. That was not a really good tree metaphor, but whatever. And like, as you said, like there are many different ways to run it. It's just a phrase. And like the air raid has such a specific visualization when you think about it, but not everybody operates the same way as what we think of Texas Tech in 2002. The system has evolved considerably since then. And you mentioned also about personnel and how you kind of formulate the offense to the personnel that whatever team has. And obviously Wisconsin's personnel, uh, a large part of it is still more similar to the offense that they've run in the past years. Now, obviously, they've made some changes, most specifically, I should say, a quarterback. Uh, but the personnel, I'm sure, still isn't where Phil Longo and Luke Fickle, for that matter, obviously, too, want it to be. You know, it's only year one. They're going to continue to make changes. Uh, well, I'm sure when the next transfer portal window opens, um, and obviously in the years to come as well. But with the personnel they have on the roster right now, does Phil Longo think that it's going to be able to work 
his version of the air raid with the players that Wisconsin currently has right now. He does. And I think to help explain how that system can work in year one after such a start transition from kind of the smash mouth ground and pound football style that Wisconsin's played for so long. He pointed to Sam Houston State. I know that's a weird example. Um, Sam Houston State, an FCS program, transitioning the FBS right now. But Phil Longo took over as the offensive coordinator at Sam Houston State in 2014. And he took over for a really familiar name, Willie Fritz. At that time, Willie Fritz, now the head coach at Tulane, ran a pure triple option system at Sam Houston State. So Phil Longo brings his version of the air raid to Sam Houston State in 2014. And that year, the Bearcats run for over 4,000 yards. Two years after that, they set the FCS single season touchdown passing record. So that first year with a lot of maybe undersized linemen running quarterbacks, Phil Longo embraced that and used his system to run for over 4,000 yards. Two years later, when he got the personnel and he wanted, they set records to the air. Um, And I think you'll see a similar but less abrupt transition at Wisconsin. Um, They're still going to run the ball. Braylon Allen and Ches Mazzuli. I'm sorry for mispronouncing it. Ches Malusi. Ches Malusi. I got you, you, Hummer. Yeah, I appreciate that, Lance. Our great building blocks um, for the run game. Wisconsin returns five players with starting experience along the offensive line. That is still going to be a strength for this team. But you don't have to necessarily lean on the run game at all times because of the way Wisconsin's attacked the portal. As you mentioned, they turn over the third quarterback room, three new quarterbacks. They brought in four new receivers to help aid that transition as well. So this roster is in much better shape than it was even a month ago or two months ago to handle the air raid. So I think you'll see the transition be a little slow, but they're not going to have to go at 30 miles an hour in a 70 mile per hour lane to make this work. Like they can start off going 60 and they might ramp up to the speed limit by midway through the season because they have the personnel to run it. Reading your article, I think one really interesting point was when you compared UNC's offense last year to Wisconsin's offense last year, the pace at which the offenses ran. This Wisconsin offense that we're used to seeing the ground and pound, while it'll still have that feature to it, because you're not just going to isolate a guy like Braylon Allen away from this offense, uh, but you're going to see a much faster Wisconsin offense than what we're used to seeing. I think in your article, it was like Wisconsin's pace of, of play was like 128th while UNC's was like 38. The point is it was a very stark difference. Uh, and I think we're going to see probably something similar to that. And, and if you compared Wisconsin's 2022 offense to what we're going to see in 2023, my guess is that Wisconsin's 2023 offense is going to be a lot closer to the pace that UNC's offense was in 2022 than Wisconsin's offense was in 2022. Yeah, absolutely. And I, real quick to the running back point, like Phil Longo's had three running backs drafted the last two years, Javante Williams and Michael Carter, plus Ty Chandler. So it's not like running backs haven't been successful in the system. As for the pace, yeah, it's going to look a lot closer to North Carolina. I mean, that's a it's frankly a positive thing. Wisconsin's had two top 35 offenses since 2015. Phil Longo has had a top 35 offense every year since 2015, since arriving in the FBS. So this is a transition that makes sense for Wisconsin. They're going to move fast. Phil Longo is going to install this offense in four days during spring ball. They're going to try to go 100 miles an hour. They're probably going to be some wrecks along the way, quite a few wrecks to, I guess, continue down this like path of the car metaphor. But the idea is to push Wisconsin to go as fast as possible from the start. Offenses get such an advantage in this era of college football by going quickly. That'll change a little bit with some of the new rules that we've seen introduced, which I'm sure you'll touch on at a future point. But um, 
Yeah, I think Wisconsin's going to move very quickly. I expect them to be in the top 40 nationally in terms of pace. And it's going to look a lot different on Saturdays than we've been used to. Yeah, these rule changes, uh, just quickly, like you mentioned, they will certainly shorten the game a little bit, uh, take away some plays, uh, keep the clock moving. And and like you mentioned, we will definitely hit on them, obviously, uh, in a later episode. So make sure to stay tuned. Back to Phil Longo, though, he had he returned to UNC or decided to stay at UNC would have been in a very comfortable situation with a quarterback that can go and win the Heisman this year, a quarterback that could be the number one overall pick in next year's NFL draft in Drake may. Why do you think he was willing to leave such a comfortable situation with so many pieces to be successful, to go to a startup essentially in Wisconsin with a new head coach and bring a new system to a place that's, that's never really run what he's run. Yeah, I agree. Um, North Carolina returns 10 starters next year, including Drake May, as you said. And Phil Longo even told me, like, most people don't understand this decision. But I think he tried to explain it in a couple of ways. One, he's got a really close relationship with Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle tried to hire him at Cincinnati as his first offensive coordinator. Phil Longo went to Ole Miss instead, but they have been very close for a long time. His wife is from Wisconsin, and I think being in that area is a real plus for Phil Longo and his family. And more than anything, I think he views Wisconsin as one of the premier brands in college football in a way that North Carolina maybe isn't on a national stage. And for Phil Longo, somebody who has been on a path to be a head coach for a while and still hasn't quite gotten over that hump, I think the idea is to put yourself in the best possible position to be a head coach long term. And maybe he sees that as a better path to do so. I'm sure your dog probably agrees with with Phil Longo and agrees with the decision to move. Hey, as a pet owner myself, having two cats, trust me, I know how annoying it is to uh to have to do a a, a podcast when for me it's a, a cat meowing in the background. I don't have any dogs barking, uh, but nevertheless, I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Uh, but the question He's I think very scared about college football. Got a lot yeah, of I could tell. Oh, I could tell. I could tell. I think the question though that really is on the minds of everyone is, will it work in the Big Ten, right? Because you're playing in North Carolina. Uh, weather-wise, it's a lot better than Madison, Wisconsin, especially as you get later in the season. Wisconsin's last game is in Minneapolis in November against Minnesota. It's going to be pretty damn cold in Minneapolis in November. Will this change of offense, and I know that they're still going to use the run and they're still going to adapt to the personnel that they have, but will this type of offense work at a place we really haven't seen it before? Yes, I I really, I don't have any questions about that. Um, This system has worked wherever Phil Longo has been. And I mean, you have to go back a little bit in his history, but like Phil Longo was the offensive coordinator at Minnesota Duluth in 2006, 2007. The offense was very successful then. Obviously, it's a different thing in the Big Ten than running it at Minnesota Duluth. But the system is going to work. Wisconsin's going to put up points. It might be a more pass-happy system early in the year when the weather's a little better. But late in the year, like there's no reason why you can't lean on Ches Malusi and Braylon Allen to kind of take you home. I really do believe this will be successful. And people talk about it being such a large departure from what we see normally in the Big Ten West. And that's true to a degree. But like Purdue just went to the Big Ten championship game, running a spread system and throwing the ball 40, 50 times at a game with Aiden O'Connell. So it's like it it can work. Um, It's just a matter of getting the right pieces and personnel in place. And I think Wisconsin, via the transfer portal and also via some of its returnees, has a roster capable of being very successful right away with this offense. 
Yeah, it'll, when you're watching a Wisconsin game, be certainly different when the Badgers are on offense. And what you're seeing will certainly not be the same from what we've seen, obviously, from Wisconsin in years past. Make sure to check out Chris's article over at 247sports.com and follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Hummer. Thanks for giving me time today, man. Really appreciate you joining me. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and head on over to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel and click that subscribe button as well. So for Chris Hummer, I am Lance Glenn. Have a good week and thanks for listening to the College Football Daily.